0: From Zamo Digital, welcome to the SaaS Marketing Superstars Podcast with your host, Aaron Sikowski. This is the show where we uncover proven growth strategies from CMOs and marketing leaders behind some of the fastest growing SaaS companies.
1: Hey, superstars, how you doing? I'm your host, Aaron Sikowski, and today I'm chatting with Dave Rogemoser. Dave is the CEO of Proof, a Y Combinator-backed startup helping over 3,000 companies to generate more leads, demos, and trials. Dave is also the host of the Scale or Dive podcast.
0: Hey Dave, how you doing today? Good man.
1: How awesome. are you doing? I'm
0: to have you on the show. Good to be here man.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'd love to learn a little bit more about you guys and, and your company proof. Kind of tell us what you do. Just I'm sure a lot of people already know because you're pretty active online and people know you already, but for those who, who don't, you know, let us know what it's all about.
0: Yeah, so I guess we've been around for about three years now. Before Proof, we were, you know, doing training and courses on marketing and conversion rate optimization and paid traffic and all that. Uh, And then turned it into, you know, our knowledge into a marketing software that, you know, basically helps people increase conversion rate. I feel like what we sell is conversion rate increase. Um, And then maybe even better than that, what we sell is money. So We're just saying, hey, you pay us $100 a month, apply our tool in an hour, you're going to start getting $500 a month you know, easy trade, you know, so we've always kind of had that mindset that like we sell money, we sell conversion rate increase uh, that, that works itself out in a variety of different tools and trainings. Uh-huh. Uh, but then they're like, if we can sell money, there's always going to be a place for us in the market. And so we're a team of 14 here in Austin, Texas. Yep. Um here at the office now, pretty empty, but uh there's the, the view. And, uh and yeah, we're just having fun, you know, building software and, uh, and doing some trainings for our community.
1: Nice. So so in terms of like the the core product and and software, like
0: what 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 does it do?
1: How does it help people with increasing conversion rates?
0: Yeah, so we have two products. So one's Proof Pulse. That was the original product. That basically is just a social proof pop-up that you know pops up on your site and says, seventeen people are viewing this page right now. Or Sally from LA just signed up two minutes ago. and, And it's showing real live social proof that gives visitors confidence that this isn't a scam and that there's other people maybe like them that have just bought this thing and I just trying to like bring some life to the website. So uh, people put that on their site and they increase conversion rate, you know, huge range, but it's on an average of like 10 to 20% uh, across our customers, which is pretty sweet and pretty easy to do. Um, and the second product we have is, is proof experiences. It's a website personalization platform. So hook it up to your site, any site, you know, and then depending on, you know, which audience somebody falls into, they're going to see a different website experience. And so we're trying to help, companies you know move away from trying to manage dozens of funnels landing pages and just tailor the core pages of their site that they have right there
1: nice um so so you're you're the founder of the company but but your heart you're a marketer right like yeah i'm a marketer yeah Uh, Uh, so i was reading a, a a facebook post you put on earlier this week um talking about your growth experience and and you know just reading a little bit of it, you know, talking about you you launched in 2017, right? Um and then you use Facebook ads to to kind of grow tremendously after just kind of proving concept a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit of the story about how you took this from you know startup to, to really growing revenue tremendously and maybe share kind of where you're at right now um how that story goes.
0: Totally. So you know we were selling courses and Courses is a, it's a hard market. Like it's good because it's easy to start, but that means it's bad because, you know, all your students are going to copy your course and resell it. That's going to end up, you know, for sale for a dollar in Russia and all this crazy stuff. But like, see so you end up getting really good at marketing because you have to be really good at marketing because the product is not that differentiated. Uh, and frankly, you know, it's probably kind of just copied off of somebody else that you learned it from. And so, uh, you know, when the product's bad, the marketing has to be great if you're going to make any money. And so we learned to like scale uh ads, you know, really well to just like eke out some profit. If you're kind of bad at ads, all of a sudden you have like no profit that month and you just, you know, gave it all to Zuckerberg. And so we were kind of doing that and we we're like, you know, tired of like, you know, everyone's stealing our stuff and we're like, hey, like, let's kind of move over into software. There's like a bigger mode. It's harder to copy. Like, you know, you can't just build a software company, you know, with, with Keynote and uh, Camtasia. And so we started building that. And, um, you know, fortunately, you know, Proof actually worked. You know, we put it on some of our, you know, friend sites and their webinar funnels and lead magnets. And we're just like, hey, just try this pop-up thing, see if it works, let us know the results. Um, got some really good results. And I think that's when we were like, okay, like we've really got something here. Let's scale let's this thing hard. And for us, we knew that Proof was a pretty simple tool to build. You know, this isn't like a, a real robust thing. And there's also a huge viral component to it. And so, you know, we get a lot of new trials from people seeing it on other people's sites, clicking through the link and signing up, you know, for our platform that way. And so we kind of felt like this is a land rush and we're going to get a ton of competitors. And again, we, we've got to just get to number one first and fast. Yeah. And so we just kind of came out with the mindset of like, let's just blow this thing up to land grab Let's get like everyone in the market on it, you know, really fast. People going to see it everywhere. She's gonna like pick up like this, like head of steam. And so we just took like the same ad principles that we were doing to run our webinars and run our, you know, paid traffic funnels, you know, for the course stuff, and just applied it over in SaaS. You know, we had to kind of learn, you know, more about how to manage recurring revenue and how to manage the cash there, and like, what are some really good benchmarks? Because that was all different, you know, in SaaS than it was. You know, mm-hmm. we weren't getting that many upfront payments. So we definitely had to like figure out how do we, how do we pay for this? Thing? How do we float the ad spend? Uh, yeah. Like how much can we spend? It's still comfortable with. Um, we ended up kind of coming with benchmarks of about like three to one lifetime value to cash. And um, wanting to, you know, basically spend a dollar and eventually make $3 like at the minimum. Um, but we also knew that there's a huge virality component. It's like, well, that's just kind of like free. Like we couldn't have like an easy way to kind of attribute all of the viral, I'm going to back to that user that we paid for. So we said, okay, three to one, we're probably going to end up at like four to one or five to one. Like, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have your margins. Uh, so we just kind of hammered it. And we just said, let's, let's just go and do it and scale it. And again, a lot of the things in the business were working. Uh, we had like a lot of expansion revenue. We, we got some of like the big, you know, names and marketing that were using it. Um, and like within eight months, I think, we got to 100K uh, MRR, uh, which was just like, you know, way faster than, than we expected. You know, because of that growth, we got into one combinator because you know they kept put the product in. They can't really get this thing, like where it's going to go. Um, but you know, it's impressive growth. And so you're in. Uh, I think that growth allowed us to get, you know, to raise money at the end of our combinator really quickly. We raised like over $2 million in uh-huh. like, you know, less than a week, less than a week. Um, because again, I think investors was like, well, you know, growth is growth. So like we would like to give you some money, you know, if you can keep doing this. Now, so I think like growth unlocked a ton of stuff for us and, and just like leapfrogged us to like number one in the market. You know, like we kind of became like the social proof company. Uh, and then, you know, now there's probably a thousand competitors to proof, you know, they just kind of like come and go all day long. And, um, they never get more than, you know, five or $10,000 MRR, you know, as far as I can tell, I just think because like we are the brand that that people have in their minds uh, and like we kind of have that like entrenched. And so uh, I'm a big fan of just, yeah, like get to, you know, quick scale as fast as you can because it makes everything else a lot easier past that.
1: So it sounds like you, 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 you grew quickly. And we're going to talk about that and the ads and the fun and all that, but, but you built the brand because I'm, I'm curious how beyond that, how have you been defensible against these other, you know, smaller, you know, copycats that have come into your industry? Because as you said, the, the tool is relatively simple, at least the, the first tool, the proof. To plus right yeah um, Proof pulse. pulse oh sorry um so 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 that when you said is a relatively relatively simple tool can't competitors just come and under under you and then you know scale or, or does that underpricing essentially make it harder for them to use paid ads to acquire customers because they just don't have
0: the cash flow built into that that's a big part of it yeah they just don't have a go-to-market strategy and for whatever reason i mean brand really is powerful like like being the dollar store version of proof, it turns out, is not a great value proposition in the market. Um, and at the same time, like, again, they've got no way to go to market because you can't go to market hard with a $9 a month product. And so right. they're sitting there and they're like, hey, we built a pretty similar tool and it's cheaper and, you know, whatever. And I don't even know, you know, a lot of them are like really ghetto tools that you wouldn't want to use anyway. But uh that's why I think like you've got to price you've got to think about like the market price relationship there and, and, you know, the marketing channel price relationship. And, you know, there's just some channels you're priced out of if you don't, right. uh you know, price high enough or have like a really great funnel. And so I just think uh, they've just never been able to get any traction.
1: Right. So, so you grew essentially on Facebook ads, you it right?
0: It was, mo- you know, it's kind of all the different channels, but you know, primarily our, our expertise and like, yeah, our expertise has been Facebook ads.
1: So tell us how you did that, like kind of what, what what was the ad strategy, you know, what was the funnel that worked so well for you guys?
0: Yeah, so there's kind of three different funnels that we used um, that all of our competitors are going to spin up after they watch this. Yeah. But uh, there's kind of three that, they, that we used. I mean, one was, you know, kind of higher intent. You just drive traffic at a homepage like page. And you and I have chatted about, you know, drive traffic at the homepage. Um, so either kind of the homepage, or we just kind of cloned our homepage and made, you know, again it was, it was basically there. But we actually found, uh, I just tested this again recently and saw like a forty to fifty percent lift if I took off all the navigation at the top and like all the footer stuff and really made it more of a landing page. And so it's not like they're not getting to the page and clicking around and everything; they're just like driving right there. There's only one place to go. Um, so a homepage-like page that we just took off all the uh, extra stuff from uh, and just driving them straight to a trial. That's kind of like, you know, funnel one, just like scoop up, you know, the higher intent people that are just ready to go. Like your 14-day trial is a lead magnet. Like it's easy to do. Sure. Um, but then there are two that were like higher up the funnel. Um, one would be like a, a demo funnel, like an instant demo where you just enter your email, watch a demo. It's like a 10-minute recorded demo. You know, below that there's a button that just says, hey, sign up for, you know, a free trial of this. Um, you know, that works well. Um, and then the third one was like a lead magnet. Um, which is just an ebook that that uh, was about conversion rate optimization. It was like, you know, how we got 125% conversion rate increase on this landing page. And, and it was walking through like five different tra- strategies to do that. One of which was proof, but the whole lead magnet was, you know, driving you back into signing up for a trial for proof. Uh And then additionally, like after you like entered your email for the lead magnet, the next page was like that same demo video, get a free trial of proof right now limited time offer, all that stuff. And so the whole time, we're definitely like driving to trials hard. Then we had kind of three different stages of the funnel, you know, based on your intent that we would drive you into as well. Uh, And then the whole time, just like retargeting hard, you know, back into the the bottom of the funnel. Uh
1: The SaaS Marketing Superstars podcast is brought to you by Zamo Digital Marketing, your go-to Facebook ads agency for scaling SaaS companies. The team at Zamo Digital are the experts in growing and scaling trial and demo signups for leading SaaS companies like InVision, DigitalOcean, Lessonly, and many more. Download our free SaaS scaling framework over at zamodigital.com slash framework. And now, back to the show. And and within those those testings that you did, I mean, I'm sure using your own product, right? Have have you, have you tested for yourself using proof versus not using proof on the proof landing page? Like what kind of bump do you guys get from there?
0: Yeah. I mean, we get a good bump. Um, You know, it's a little bit hard to know because like, obviously it's like it's the product that we sell. And so, you know, it's not totally applicable to to other people, but at various times we test it, we'll get probably 20 to 40% lift, you know, from just having that on landing pages, which is pretty sweet.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, that is cutting your cost per acquisition by that, you know, 20, 40%, you know, that's. It's oh
0: yeah, and I think too, like that was a big reason we were able to scale at the beginning too. Because I mean, this this tool, especially at the beginning, again, people hadn't really seen this kind of thing. Like I think it it just worked better because it was so novel at the very beginning. And, and so it was like, it's like we just had better conversions than other people, you know, that that were you know trying to scale as well.
1: Uh huh. Nice. Um, and
0: so what, what
1: else were you guys doing besides, you know, you said Facebook ads, but you mentioned you got a lot of, you know, leaders and influencers within the industry. Like I'm, I'm guessing that didn't come from, from paid ads, you know, how how did you get those people? Was it outreach or was it just your personal relationships? How'd that go on?
0: It was outreach. I I didn't know many of them personally, but like I was kind of a player in the space and, you know, people probably kind of like, you know, at least like knew who I was, I'd done some courses. I wasn't like a big name at all. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so I just made a list of like the top 50 and just said, Hey, if we can get all 50 of these, we'll pretty much get the whole market. You know, it's, we can get Russell Brunson and Frank Kern and Amy Porterfield and you know, all these people using it. uh, They're going to see, everyone's going to see it on their pages and be like, wow, like everyone's using this thing. And so uh, we actually ended up getting two advisors on, gave them a little bit of equity with kind of the sole purpose of, Hey, I need you to help me like get in connection with these people and like, help me get this on there. Uh And I was like, that was a really great decision. You know, again, we gave up a little bit of equity, but like, they like helped us get it on like all these people's sites. They gave us a ton of credibility, ton of influence. Um, and just was able to yeah launch really quickly.
1: Uh, so you mentioned in terms of the influencers, it, it being kind of the, those course creators and, and uh, you know, internet marketing guru type of people. Is that the market primarily, or are you guys kind of beyond that? Cause I, I don't go to those websites too often, at least, you know, I did 10 years ago, re- early in my marketing career. But, uh, you know, now in the SaaS world, I tend to see you on, on SaaS products and, and all over the place.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was like the initial market it was just, you know, I mean, our first ever headline was, you know, social proof for ClickFunnels. And it was like okay. just a ClickFunnels tool. Uh, and then like a week after we launched, ClickFunnels like saw that it was like working and like launched their own little like dumb competitor. Yeah. Uh, like, like a little free like checkbox you can just check and it pops up. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. Well, we're. Screw you guys, we're moving off that and we're going to go elsewhere. Um, so then we kind of were like, okay, we're going to be for like all websites, but you know, internet marketing specific and like those course creators and coaches and consultants and all that. Um, but since then, you know, we've kind of branched out into, you know, a lot of agencies use us or a lot of like, even like local businesses use us. It's kind of every industry for sure, but I think it still is predominantly a tool that's like used on funnels and like very like focused pages, not so much like on blog posts and stuff. Uh-huh. Right. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Um, so we, we've kind of learned a little kind of what, what's worked on the growth, you know, what, what are you struggling with? Like what, what hasn't worked? Or what's your biggest challenge right now in in, in the growth and marketing sphere?
0: Um, I mean scaling like to like really cold audiences, you know, is definitely, you know, hard. You know, it's like we've been running ads for, you know, three years now. You know, we've tapped out, you know, a lot of like the you know the lowest hanging fruit. And it's like, you know, now I mean for a while now it's been like people that, you know, have never heard of me, have never heard of us, you know, maybe don't know who like these people are and like they just like want some conversion lift. And so I do think that that's a challenge. I think for me, probably the hardest part of of ads is just like coming up and continually coming up like good creative. You know, I'm definitely of the mindset that I'm looking for like one or two or three ads that can run for a while and do most of the heavy lifting. But, uh, you know, I think you've got to do a lot of testing to get there. Uh, and so like, I just don't love that aspect of it. You know, kind of need help. And, and kind of what I end up defaulting to is not nicely designed creative. You know, like I just kind of like, Screenshot it, drag a big arrow, you know, big red arrow pointed at something. And it's funny, I'm, I'm helping this one company right now run their ads and uh, we did like a dynamic creative test and, and they designed up some really nice stuff with their faces and, you know, all beautiful. Uh, and I was like, okay, like I'm going to throw like two other things in there. Uh, I want to throw again, just like there's like a picture of the was, like on their website, there was like a little like section that was like talking about how much money savings you could have. And it was like, save $832. I screenshotted it, like dragged a big arrow to it. I was like, throw that image in there. And then the other one was just like a screenshot of their app. Like like inside the app, you just go to the dashboard, you just screenshot it. Uh-huh. I was like, let's just throw that in there and see what happens. Uh, we just checked the results this morning, and both of those won. <laughs> Overall, nicely designed stuff. not all surprised. Yeah, and it was just like, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's kind of coming from like, you know, like the internet marketing world. I mean, you kind of like gain a little bit of like an instinct for that kind of thing. Uh, But I think in the SaaS world, my biggest battles have been against designers that hate that. Yep. Uh, Just, just Hate it. Uh, And I get it. They probably should. I probably, you know, if I ever have a designer that likes that, I probably need to let them go. Uh, But it's just like, they just like, they want to make it all nice and pretty. And and kind of the way I I say it, sometimes I look at stuff and I'm like, we look like a a JC pennies. Like, this is just like, so blah, it looks like we're like a clothing company or something. Uh, like we need like edgier stuff to actually like touch through the noise. Uh, yeah. And for me, I think that stuff's worked a ton. Uh, again, have you seen that or? or, or yeah, I was
1: going to say within the agency and, and, and all the SaaS clients that we work with, you know, we often have a competition going against the designers of, at the client's. And they always say, okay, let me create, like you said, this is this really pretty, you know, perfectly on-brand type of, of image. And I'm like, I will test it. But, like, I know you're going to lose. Like, whatever I create is going to be better. And our approach, you know, when we start with a new client is, you know, from day one, you need to understand, like, you need to give us some freedom to do stuff that doesn't necessarily match your brand. Meaning we're going to make sure we don't do anything to offend the brand. You know, I wouldn't want to say anything that you feel hurts your yeah. brand. But we can't stick with brand always. You know, to the extent that we can, yeah, absolutely. But – what we do isn't necessarily always pretty, but you're hiring us because you want growth and you want results. And we know what's going to work. And And often our clients are, are quite surprised. And when we work with some of the bigger companies, you know, who have really already proven themselves in the market, you know, you take an InVision, you take a DigitalOcean who we've worked with. Once you kind of get to those stages of, you know, almost, you know, unicorn status, even so, they don't want to let us have that much freedom and, and it slows things down a little bit. You know, it, it really,
0: yeah. And our
1: ability to grow. But if you take, you know, the mid market people are just like, listen, we want to grow. We're willing to to sacrifice a little brand, a bit of brand. We could be way more creative, just like you said. And, and we'll always beat the designers.
0: I, I think like the Facebook's like dynamic creative definitely makes it way easier to do that. I mean, there was ways, you know, before that to just kind of like throw a bunch of different ads and see like what wins. But it's like, you know, we're throwing like 15 images in there. I'm like, just give me like, like two or three to like do some like crazy stuff with. Uh-huh. Uh, and then it's like, well, you can decide, like, like the the bad image one. Uh, you can see, like, the cost per lead of that. Like, yeah. like, I'm happy to scale either one. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, do you want to pay? Is it worth paying twice as much just so you can have this ad that, like, you th- that, like, you think looks a little bit better, uh, but clearly, like, your customer doesn't necessarily care. Right, and and I think we've both known the answer to that question. <laughs> scale up the bad one. Exactly. But yeah, I, I, you just got to leapfrog the designers. It's like, I just like sneak, this. I just sneak stuff in there. I'm like, I'm just gonna put this in there again with our own company. Right. Uh, it's like, I'm just gonna sneak this thing in there. And, and then like, you can decide, you know, a- after you see the numbers, like whether you like it or not.
1: Yeah. And, and that's the good thing about being the boss. But, but you know, even as an agency, like we generally just don't want the com- the client's um, designers involved in the process. You know, we'll, we'll work with the marketers who have hired us in order to get a result and we're going to get that result. Yeah. And you can see all our creative, like, they're they're, they're not ugly, but they may not be the most beautiful, you know. I, I always pitch, you know, we're very creative, but not as, like, a creative agency that, you know, has this, like, amazing graphic design. We're creative in our ability to grab people's attention and communicate the message and, and the uh, the value prop that the client's promoting.
0: Mm-hmm. It sounds like that's exactly what yeah. you're also. Yeah, and, like, I'm a big fan of, I think I'm always pushing – to companies and ourselves to lead with results. Like, I think there is a place for like a feature ad where it's like, we've got these bells and whistles and all of that stuff. And there's probably a place for that. But uh, I'm just like, you don't even have to talk about the product. Like we're just going to like talk about all the money that everyone that's used us has made. And, you know, we're going to show screenshots of, of graphs, you know, going up and to the right, And we're going to show like, again, just like stuff that a Mark would be like, that's really, really exciting. Yeah. And, and and they'll do anything like it doesn't if they look at that and, and believe that maybe they could increase conversion rate by 30 uh, percent and it takes less than 15 minutes. It doesn't matter what's on the next page. Uh, they're going to sign up for it and use it. So I just think like I'm pushing to like lead with the big hooks and the big yeah. results and like we will tell them about the product later on as we kind of go.
1: Right. Although it sounds like your product makes it lends itself a little bit more to make that easier. You know, other other products, whether it's a CRM or a training platform or, you know, project management, like it's a little bit harder to show the, yeah. the direct measurable results in your team. You know, you could talk about, you know, it's yeah. going to cut, you know, five hours from your team's, you know, processes and save time. Like that's nice, but doesn't quite excite people the same way as, you know, the, the charts that you could show revenue growth.
0: So. Yeah. 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 That's, that's true. Not everything is a money making, uh, app.
1: Right. But, right. uh, awesome. Um, let me
0: ask you: If if you needed
1: to come up with a new channel tomorrow, kind of kind of what's on your radar as, as the next place to to drive growth? Whether it's you know, organic, social, paid.
0: Yeah, we started actually maybe a month ago. Started testing and running ads on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, this is like every marketer is probably saying this right now. Um, that's and our actually getting really good, right good results. So yeah, well, like our, our our cost per trial is lower. Than than all of Facebook and all of of our Google ads, which is cool. You know, lower by maybe I don't know twenty five percent, and That's so like, I don't know like yeah, trial sign up, uh, which is surprising. And so I don't know, you know, what scale looks like at LinkedIn. I don't know how much we can really you know spend and all that. Uh, I haven't been real involved in it, um, but but yeah, I think LinkedIn has been a place that you know we're exploring more than YouTube is a place we've been exploring more. Uh-huh. Um, there's been a, a few like YouTube intent audiences that have worked really, really well. Um, that again, cost per trial is cheaper than, you know, our Facebook audiences. Um, and so again, I'm, I'm learning about that. You know, we're experimenting a lot. Um, you know, a lot of stuff's not working as well, but we found a few that were like, okay, like this, like is working well and is scalable. Um, so I think like those are two platforms we're like playing around a lot more in.
1: It's funny, those are the two platforms that I'm, I'm also playing a lot more around in right now, um, in terms of promoting the agency and pushing for clients. You know, LinkedIn's been a big thing for us lately and, and YouTube's definitely, you know, the next step. Do you think they're working well because you've, you've kind of saturated your market over the last three years on, on Facebook or, you know, are those areas where you think people should be looking from the start to day?
0: Well, I mean, like guys like you and me are pretty in the ads game and like neither of us is really in those channels. That tells me that like, yet there's a ton of people on them. Yeah. So it's like, okay, like, there's probably a little bit of an imbalance here uh, around, you know, the the supply and demand of, of what's available there. And so like, I mean, there's, you know, 40,000 Facebook ad courses and, you know, I don't know, maybe like 40 good ones for YouTube and you know, maybe 15 for LinkedIn. And so, um, you know, I just think there's probably less people like trying it and there, there's a lot of scale there. I think those ad platforms are probably like starting to pick up a little bit and like they're getting their act together. Um, that's kind of my thought. I mean, what do you, what do you think?
1: I mean, I, I think so too. I mean, over the past year, we've been paying a lot more attention to LinkedIn and, and, and pushing it for, to clients. And and even the content I've been creating, you know, is very LinkedIn oriented for the past you know nine months at least. You know, Facebook has been around for 10 years as a solid platform. And there's, you know, a million Facebook ad gurus out there and agencies all doing that. So, you know, as an agency, we saw the blue ocean in LinkedIn ads right now. And it's something that a lot of people aren't, Figuring out yet how to hack and so we're trying to go really hard and and we've been getting great results with it. Um, I'm actually curious how you've been doing that with your offer and kind of what your funnel looks like on on LinkedIn. Are are you sending LinkedIn traffic directly to your landing page for for a trial start?
0: Yeah, and I don't have, you know, again, I haven't been the one running this. I don't have it's quite as thorough, but yeah, I think we've just been running to our like landing page and you know, landing page pushing our product with like an email opt-in and, um, Yeah, seeing good results there. So I don't even think we're not even running like an ebook there, running content. Mm -hmm. We could probably do it even better if we were doing that. It's kind of just the same ads we were running on Facebook. We kind of just tailored them over to LinkedIn and and are running that.
1: And and you're seeing a a significant amount of activations after they sign up and using the product as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, not as much scale. Like, I don't know. We're not spending, we're probably spending, you know, maybe 200 bucks a day, you know, Mm -hmm. over there. Um, I'm not seeing, you know, as much scale, but I think we're starting to scale that up. And seeing trials for like a hundred bucks, uh-huh. hundred and twenty bucks. Um, but yeah, I need to look more into it, kind of like get my bearings on exactly like what we're doing and, and what's working and like all the uh-huh. comparisons over to Facebook. Uh huh. And,
1: and, and, I know you're saying you're, you're not in the weeds of it, but are, are you able to, to target over there the, the bigger companies that you think ultimately will be able to drive more traffic and, and pay you more long term? Or is it just, you know, let's just get everybody who's relevant just like you went on Facebook.
0: I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer. I mean, I mean, we don't work great with really big companies. We got some companies that, you know, will pay us a couple thousand dollars a month, but um the tool, you know, it's a little bit like a build versus buy situation. We're like you said, it it's too much. And they're like, well, we could probably get like an engineer to build this in like two months and, mm-hmm. and all that. So, uh, you know, we get to like a really big companies with pulse and it starts to become harder, you know, with experiences. Yeah. We can work with like, you know, 3,000, 10,000 person companies, like they're never going to build it themselves. Uh-huh. Um, and so, you know, we're starting to like drive some more demos and stuff, you know, through LinkedIn from there too.
1: Nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very bullish on LinkedIn. There's a lot you can do. And I think free trial offers tend to work really well there. I think when you go straight to demo request type of offers, it doesn't work quite so, so well, but, but, but trials we've seen good success with.
0: Um, mm, cool, cool, cool.
1: Yeah. If, uh, what new product or feature would you love to see on the market that could make your life easier right now?
0: Hmm. That's a good question. That's not out there right now.
1: Yeah. I was going to invent you something. I was going to new product out there. What what should it
0: be? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's a million tools that kind of do this. Like I have spent, I'm working with another kind of one-on-one coaching client. That's trying to just set up, they've got segment and they're just trying to like set up their funnel to track it and to send the events like the custom events into Facebook and Google. Uh, and it has taken us like a week and a half to try and get this basic funnel set up. And I mean, everything was just a total mess. We had like multiple Facebook pixels and you know, this crazy stuff, but like, I don't know what the product is again, like amplitude and segment and Facebook, like presumably are the solution, yeah. but, but it has not been easy or fun at all. Um, so I don't know the product, but that's the pain uh, that like, yeah. like, I feel like that should have been done in an hour. Uh, and here we are. We've probably spent 30 hours ironing everything out. Uh, and, and, and we're there. Like as of, I think an hour ago, I think we're there. Um, but, but yeah, that, that, that definitely is really hard. And like, I think most SaaS companies I talk to, I'll say, what's your funnel conversion? They're like tell me about the different key stages and they have no idea. Uh, they, they're like, oh, we got Google, Google analytics set up. Like you can probably find it in there, but like they have no idea. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've talked to companies that have, uh, you know, 150 people and they have no idea. Uh, oh. and so it's like, I just think like, that's definitely like a problem people are trying to figure out, yeah. uh, that they're not doing well.
1: All right. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, awesome. Let's, uh, jump into lightning round. Some quick questions, learn a little bit more about Dave. Uh, so tell us about your, your family situation, married,
0: single kids, two kids and uh married. Yeah. Fantastic.
1: Uh, what book would you recommend listeners to, to, uh, to read? Your
0: business book, Dude, here's, a, here's a recent book I, I just read. Golf is not a game of perfect. So okay. I, I, I play golf, and uh, this is kind of a, a mental game. So I know you know a lot of people out there are not golfers and, and won't read that, but that's the most recent book I read that I really like.
1: Okay, awesome. Um, what's your favorite marketing productivity tool right now?
0: Um... I mean, I've been using HubSpot a lot, HubSpot's you know so fully featured, and you know, I'm a big fan, I just think it's a nice tool, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, you can kind of use it for everything, so we've been using that a lot, um, and then Webflow, you know we've been you know using webflow for all webflow pages and everything it was mm-hmm. just really nice
1: great um, and and who's one marketer that you're learning from paying a lot of attention to these days
0: um I've been learning YouTube ads from Alex Becker. You know him? From who? What's his name? Uh, Alex, Alex Becker.
1: No, no, no. i going
0: to have to check him out, he's doing, I guess. He's doing a lot of, yeah. 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 he's got a uh, stuff called something called Hyros. Um, and then um, he's been you know, doing a lot of YouTube ads, like seeing results. Things. I've been learning YouTube ads from him. I'd say in general, too, I try to look at consumer brands and these, like, Direct to consumer e-commerce brands to see you know, what's what's for B2B, and, and I've also spent a ton of time looking at like B2B SaaS companies. I just don't, frankly, I don't think that they are very good at marketing. Um, and so I look at like yeah, like what are these companies that scale really fast to consumers? And like an example of that is like all this like user-generated content, like, unboxing videos. And it's like, working really well. Like, do B2B companies do at the same time? We um, get a lot of ideas inside of the SaaS market.
1: Okay, great.
0: Um, what's your
1: favorite website or online community you're, you're hanging out and learning from right now?
0: Um, not really any writing, I wouldn't say. It's kind of strange, but I kind of go in ways. There's um, okay. so none that I'm really like, you know, checking out that much. And mostly, mostly just like doing it right now. I'm just like in the weeds, just like getting stuff okay. done.
1: Fair enough. Uh, sweet. And, and where can people go to listen to, uh, to learn more about you?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, useproof.com. I think it's useproof.com slash scalar die. Or you can go to Google scalar die. It's like our podcast. And nice. I haven't put out any episodes recently, but there's a bunch of good stuff on there.
1: Yeah, I've listened to a bunch of episodes. They're really good. So definitely good. recommend, uh, the scalar die podcast by Dave. That's, uh, something listeners, if you enjoyed this podcast, I'm, I'm sure you're going to
0: enjoy that one even more. So, uh, awesome. Dave, this yeah, is thanks, great. dude.
1: Um, really appreciate you coming on and sharing
0: uh, a lot of great tips with us. Sweet man, thank you so much. It's good to see you.
1: Yeah. The SaaS Marketing Superstars podcast is brought to you by Zamo Digital Marketing. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to subscribe and leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Thanks again for.